Welcome to Fourth Cut Reviews. I am your host, EJ Leeson, and with me today is the one and only Chris Conforti. What's up, buddy? Not too much. How about you? Ah, uh, nothing much. I am, uh, you know, just hanging out. I'm excited to talk about movies, man. This- yeah, we have an we have an emergency, an emergency podcast today. Yeah, it- that we weren't going to do. Right. Yeah, this was a totally uh, out of the blue that we kind of you texted me like hey man we should probably cover this movie today and i i couldn't agree fast enough i was like oh my god yes please yes because i remember not shutting up about this movie because i was so excited when i saw it and you know a lot of people uh probably don't know this but i'm actually a huge documentary fan i love watching documentaries and so I don't know a lot of people that like watching documentaries. Other than yours truly. Right. Well, that's what I was going to get to is like, to me, I'll, I'll like watch a documentary and go, Chris, you got to watch this documentary <laughs> or <laughs> vice versa. You're always like, dude, I watched this great documentary about this and you should want to check it out. And I'm like, okay, yeah. Um, so this documentary in particular, I remember watching it. And immediately going like, dude, you need to watch this as soon as possible. It is so cool. Um, and that documentary is called I Am Your Father. Yeah, I remember when you when you texted me. I think it was the next day. I had a day off of work. And I believe I watched this and Batman and Bill mm-hmm. in the same day. And I, 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 I love both of them. But this one, I think, really... Stuck out. I remember liking this one a lot more. Like Batman and Bill was phenomenal. Oh, it's but this was like a little bit more of a. I guess it, it felt a little bit more to have like the actual guy in the documentary, which is of course David Prowse. Yes, yeah. And for those that don't know, David Prowse is the actor who actually played Darth Vader in the original trilogy. Right, and a lot of people like so this documentary actually covers um not only like his early days right but like Mm -hmm. also his time as darth vader and the time post darth vader which is really interesting especially when you get into all the return of the jedi stuff that i think it mostly is is kind of keened on like focused on uh of course it focuses on a, a lot of other stuff but return of the jedi i think that we probably agree is the most interesting content in the documentary yeah yeah because this film it starts off and it goes over the early days of david prouse um for instance like david prouse got into bodybuilding and weight training in his early teens and then he went on to compete in weightlifting competition uh, competitions and contested in mystery universe eventually he met um while he was there Lou Ferrigno and Arnold Schwarzenegger, and they became lifelong friends. Um, but due to his 
basically his stature, like his big muscular stature. And he, he, I forget how tall he is exactly, but he's like six, five or six, six, maybe very, very tall. Um, And so eventually David was offered roles in feature films due to his stature. And in this time, David Prowse landed roles in, in a clockwork orange, which I had no idea that was Darth Vader in that movie until I watched this documentary. I was like, wait, what? Because I've seen that movie a million times and I never was like, oh, who's this guy who plays like the bodyguard of the, the one of the early victims of Alex, like Alex ends up going to this house in a clockwork orange and it's one of the victims like he traumatized and paralyzed and now he has like a guy that is kind of like a body bodyguard for him and he like carries him around well that guy is david prowse darth vader and so it, that just like blew my mind when i when i found that out i'm like oh my god i watched this like star wars so much as a kid in this movie and it's just like i had no idea that was the same person um but then he, yeah, he went on and he did numerous, like, Hammer House of Horror films. Uh, yes. Which was awesome that they, like, show, like, clips of that in this documentary of him dressed up as, like, a, a very hairy-looking <laughs> Frankenstein's monster, <laughs> um, which is cool. And then, plus, the documentary touches on how he also was the weight trainer or physical trainer for Christopher Reeve. For the movie Superman. Which again. Blew my mind. I had no idea that he did that. You know what I mean? So it was really. Really interesting to see. This person. Who basically. You know as Darth Vader. Right? Um, (laughs) Of course. One of the biggest villains. If not the biggest villain. In cinematic history. Right. And uh. Yeah, and Chris, if you want to take over from there, let's talk about the Star Wars stuff. Yeah, um, so again, I mean, we're, we're we're kind of talking about you know David Prowse. David Prowse has unfortunately passed away today, and which is one of the reasons why we're we're doing this emergency podcast on this film specifically. Um, but Dave, uh, David Prowse, as I said, he played Darth Vader. So if you've seen Darth Vader, you see his stature, which I believe he's six six. Oh, okay. I want I want to say that I researched that. I think he was around six six. Wow. Yeah. But his stature, uh, you know, like the way he's moving, all of that, the silhouette, that's all David Prowse. Um, James Earl Brown, of course, voices Darth Vader. James Earl Jones. He's not the, yeah. James Earl Jones. I'm sorry. Yeah, James Earl Jones. I don't know why I said James Earl. I think he's a Civil War <laughs> person. <laughs> oh my god, my my mind is in Civil War. I've been reading a lot of the Batchelder papers, but yeah, James Earl Jones, of course, one of the most recognizable voices, probably of all time, right? Which is really interesting if you think about it. James Earl Jones, what would you say, Sam Elliott, and maybe Morgan Freeman? Yeah, yeah, I would say like top three, top three voices I don't, I don't know how to what you would say but yeah in the business i would like, say probably those most three. recognizable voices are for sure james earl jones oh my gosh 
who doesn't He's gotta be in do there. like an impression of James Earl Jones? Do you know what I mean? Like whether it's from Star Wars or this is Cena, you know, so, like um, or Bell Atlantic. And so, yeah, like I feel like uh, James Earl Jones has this iconic voice. He's like the Shakespearean actor who they brought in to do the voiceover work for Darth Vader, you know? Yeah, and it's it it just adds to David Prowse's performance too because he has that that very unique voice to go along with David out, David Prowse's outstanding performance. Yeah, so that's essentially what the the documentary goes on. It goes to you know his performance, how he got the roles. Um, most importantly, I would say is probably all the the difficulty he had on Return of the Jedi. And so this is going to be, I think, I think it's important that we kind of break our no spoiler rule on this because I feel like we have to, to tell the whole story. Well, yeah, it's a documentary. So I, I do feel like with this, it, it's, you know, it's, I feel like you have. Yeah, to. yeah, absolutely. But you should still, you should still watch it. And the reason why I think that we, we have to do it is because, you know, it is this passing. And I do think that we have to get his message out in this documentary. But essentially, what happened on Return of the Jedi is he, I believe he was promised when he was doing the role that he was going to have the scene where he was unmasked. Right. Right? Yep. So he's he was promised he was going to have that scene when he was unmasked, and he kind of got the runaround by the director Yeah. for a few days, I believe. And they actually filmed it without Prowse knowing about it, which was kind of underhanded. Mm-hmm. And that was supposed to be like, the, I, I guess, like his his notoriety, right? Like he played this role. And it wasn't like it was James Earl Jones that they showed at the end or anything like that. It was just some no-name person that kind of looks like, no offense to him, but he kind of looks like Billy Joel playing the harmonica. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, that actor, Sebastian Shaw, was the actor. Okay, Sebastian Shaw looks like Billy Joel playing a harmonica. <laughs> yeah. um, no, and it's crazy because... I never knew that. <laughs> like, I obviously it wasn't James Earl Jones, right? But like, when I watched it as a kid, I'm like, okay, that's Darth Vader's face. That's crazy. Um, <laughs> never knowing the the truth behind it all, that David Prowse was promised, like, yes, we'll show your face at the end. I know we're not using your voice, but that day when you know Darth Vader is unmasked or whatever, it's gonna be right. So here comes Return mm-hmm. of the Jedi, and he actually takes a pay cut because he thought he was getting a better deal for the net profit, right? <laughs> and they said, oh, it's always in the red. So he never made the money that he was supposed to make. Um, and then also, on top of that, he never got to be the face of Darth Vader. But if you really think about Darth Vader, the way he points, the way he turns quickly, the way, you know... He does his force choke. It's all David Prowse, you know? And it's so fascinating to me. This, all the, like, it's him. Like, that performance is him. And yes, James Earl Jones was the voice. But, like, what we saw, that that was David Prowse. And he went uncredited for years. Like, no one really 
paying attention to him. And it was really sad. How awful is that? What's that? The fact that he went un- uncredited for those years. Yeah. And, you know, like, you, when we think of Darth Vader, I feel like, 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 again, I feel like this is a little bit of a disservice to David Prowse that maybe it could have been prevented with Return of the Jedi. But I, I feel like when people think of Darth Vader, right, I feel like they just think of James Earl Jones instead of this guy. And yeah. perhaps, like, that payoff, showing him his face and all that other stuff, perhaps that would have been, I don't know, maybe he would have been thought of a little higher. Right. Because I feel like you could go to, like, most people anymore, even Star Wars fans. I feel like you could go to, like, a lot of Star Wars fans and ask them who David Prowse is. And I bet you they don't know. Yeah, I, I would say a lot I of bet them you. probably don't know, you know? Which is really sad. I mean, I feel I feel terrible, too, because I'm not sure if you know this. I just found this out today. The first convention we ever went to, David Prowse was there. What? I just found that out today. What, Monster Mania? Yep. Wow. Yepper. Wow. I was so bummed when I saw that today. That was the first, that was actually the first one that both of us were actually in attendance for. That's crazy. But, yeah. But look, yeah, like, we didn't know. We didn't know, like, that this, you know what I mean? And this is why this documentary is so good, and I highly recommend it. Uh, the thing is, it, it was on Netflix for the longest time. You just checked today, and it's not there anymore. Right? I just checked today, yeah. The only way that you can watch this movie, other than by buying a physical copy, appears to be if you want to buy it off of iTunes. So if you have like an Apple TV or an iPad or an iPhone, if you want to watch it on your phone, that seems to be the only way that you can buy it digitally, at least. I checked Vudu, I checked Hulu, Netflix, HBO. I even t- I even took a, a roundabout chance and seeing, I wonder if Disney picked it up, but Disney, it's not on Disney+. Plus. It was uh, the only thing I know is it was on Netflix. I feel like for like four years, and then when we want to watch it, it's gone. <laughs> it's gone. <laughs> yeah, uh, that's the thing that kind of bums me out about streaming services um, compared to like you know Blockbuster. And I get it. I love streaming. Don't get me wrong, but uh, if you ever want to go back and find something, it might not be there. You know. Where yep. Blockbuster, you could be like, okay, I'm not going to get this movie now. I'll go back and get it another time. Or you could re-rent it whenever you want. So that was always cool about, you know, video stores and stuff. Uh, I'm really showing my age. <laughs> but Oh, well, <laughs> hey, I, I'm, not, uh, I'm not too far in disagreement with you. Well, yeah. Uh, Chris, what would you rank this documentary about David Prowse? Oof, that's a difficult one. Because it, I feel like you have to rank it in a different way than you would rank any other movie. Right. As a documentary, which is what I think you have to put this on, I think it's about an eight. Ooh, all right. For a documentary. Yeah. For a documentary. Like, if we're talking, like, actual movie, I mean, yeah. obviously you can't go that high. But, I mean, you have to rank it, I feel like, in the category. I then. think, yeah. And I, I, I felt like it just it, it explored everything. I feel like the firsthand accounts pushed it over the edge for me where I, I I really did enjoy it. And documentaries are not for everyone. Um, so I'm not no. gonna, going to give like a general rating. Uh, I'm just going to give it a genre specific rating. 
And I actually give this a nine. This is like one of my favorite documentaries I've ever watched. Um, I was just so fascinated by his life. Uh, so to me, this was an easy like nine, you know? Um, and it's funny because I remember going to see Free Solo, which won best documentary of last year. I think it was 2019. It won best documentary. And there was like a bunch of documentaries I watched that year. This is probably one of them. Or, no, the, this would have been uh, earlier. But I was like, man, Free Solo compared to I Am Your Father is like a five. You know, <laughs> like Free Solo is good. <laughs> don't get me wrong. And it's like fascinating because the guy's climbing, you know, different mountainsides and stuff. But there's just something more interesting and, and fascinating about I am your father. You know? Yeah, there's a bit like it's a history piece, basically, about one of the most iconic films of all time. And so to me, like, even though this guy he didn't have any lines of dialogue that he got to speak that were heard by audiences. But on set, he was the voice of Darth Vader. He was the actor behind the mask. And so to me, this is a very important film, especially for Star Wars fans. I mean, I don't think it's a, I don't think it's an over-exaggeration to say that Darth Vader is the biggest cinematic villain of all time. And he does it He's doing it like obviously he has dialogue, but I mean, like this guy in particular is is just going out and not doing it with with no right. dialogue. Yeah, it's just all of his actions and yeah, like you know, I, I just think it's it, it's a good testament yeah, to like him. On set, you know, he's the one giving out the Darth Vader lines, and t- like he was born in England, so he has a really thick English accent. And it's a little higher, not higher pitch. Well, it's compared to James Earl Jones, everyone's high pitch. But like, <laughs> um, he, he'll be like, you know, princess, tell me where the plans are. You know, <laughs> compared to like, princess, tell me where the plans are. You know, so it's like completely different. But that's him <laughs> on set. And so to like Carrie Fisher, Mark Hamill, whoever was acting across from David Prowse we're hearing David Prowse say these lines you know and so and but the whole on-screen presence that we get to experience and see as an audience that is David Prowse and it blew my mind to see a documentary like this how a person who was so influential to so many lives as this the best villain of maybe cinematic history uh, not get credit. <laughs> like, no one knows. Not a credit, credit at all. And, um, not, I mean, like, he... Not the credit he deserved, you know? Or even, like, yeah. how he got the runaround in Return of the Jedi and kind of got screwed out of being the face of Darth Vader, you know? So, it's fascinating. I highly recommend it. Definitely watch it. Um, and Chris, do you... What do you say? I absolutely say if if you can watch it, definitely take that chance. This is coming from, I know EJ loves documentaries. I love documentaries. I've watched documentaries since yeah. I was a little kid. And it was pretty much on mostly historical stuff. But you kind of learn what makes a good documentary and what kind of doesn't. 
And I remember absolutely being fascinated by this documentary, just the way that it was presented. And of course, I feel like the, the overarching theme is the story of how he came to be what he eventually was and how he, I guess, more importantly, didn't become what he should have been. And it kind of kind of makes you a little bit bitter about Return of the Jedi, to be honest with you. That's my opinion, though. Dude, I couldn't agree more, you know? It's just a shame. It, it, it's just a shame. And, you know, like I said, we're, do, we're doing this emergency podcast here just in remembrance. And I feel like maybe this might be something that we do a little bit more. This was a little bit of a shorter podcast. Yeah. But, of course, we didn't have a lot of time to prepare for it. Right. Just based on we wanted to get it out as quickly as we can. But I feel like maybe this is something that we might consider doing in the future when somebody, you know, that's noteworthy or that means a lot to either me or EJ or just as a cinematic um, relevance as a whole might be something that we would consider doing. I think doing a little bit of these emergency podcasts. Yeah, absolutely. And, um, I guess with that being said, uh, I'm obviously, I highly recommend checking this out if you can. Um, Chris, do you have anything you would like to plug today? Uh, no, you can just go to our Instagram. You could follow us there. Uh, that's going to be where we do a lot of the polls. Right. We're going to be doing and soon. Um, one thing, <laughs> we're going to share some early. I, obviously, you know, there's going to be a lot of David Prowse Star Wars pictures. But I think we're going to try to share some really cool pictures from him from like A Clockwork Orange and uh, his Frankenstein's monster. And you know what I mean? Like, I so we'll share some cool photos of David Prowse, too. Yeah, I mean, that, 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 there you go. I mean, he he's, he kind of and that's why I think he's important to film just as a whole. Right. Like he was in the old Hammer horror flicks, yeah. which, of course, if you know anything about horror movies, you're talking Peter Cushing, Christopher yeah. Lee. You know, these are these are not only big names in the horror realm, but cinematically as well. Yeah. Christopher Lee actually is in the, the prequels of Star right. Wars. Pr- probably deserved a little bit better than that, but nevertheless, right. he was in it. Well, um, I, I don't know. I It's funny because like the prequels have now circled back where people like surpassed them, the new ones um, and not the new ones that just came out like the the sequels that a lot of people are preferring the the prequels to the original. And and then over over the sequels that just recently come, like came out, uh, like I guess finishing up last year, right? So, yeah. um, The only thing I would like to plug uh, is if you guys want to check out River Dudes, it's another podcast I do with my buddy Ross Jones. We talk about the show Riverdale, which airs on the CW. It's about Archie, Jughead, Betty, and Veronica. And it's like a murder mystery show. And it's fun. Chris, our yours truly, Chris Conforti, is on there a bunch of times. Um, and it's it's a lot of fun. Uh, and, yeah, you can check that out on iTunes or um Applecast or your anchor, like wherever you listen to podcasts. Yep, I'm sure you're on Spotify. Yeah. We're on Spotify. We're on all right. of them. Yeah. 
And then with that being said, yeah, I, I think that I recommend checking this out. If you get a chance, watch I Am Your Father. Yes, definitely watch I Am Your Father. And let us know what you think. Uh, we, we gave it a, an 8 and a 9, respectively, which is really good scores, especially for a documentary. Right. And with that, uh, let's All wrap right. it up. Well, you guys have a great night. And we'll be podcasting to you very soon. I'm Chris. He's EJ. We're Fourth Cut Reviews, a cut above the rest. <laughs>